For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Well, welcome to The Career Confidant, and good afternoon if you're tuning in live. If you're tuning in on a podcast, thanks for downloading this is your host for the Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff, and I'm so happy that you've joined us for the show. In this show, we will be exploring skills and tools to help all of us manage our own careers in today's de-jobbing free agent economy. Each week, I'll share my experiences helping thousands of professionals advance their careers and bring in industry leaders to provide career intelligence. And my goal is really to help you stay ahead of the curve and proactively manage your own career in a way that those lovely companies used to do for us in the 50s, and it's just not happening today. So today, it's up to us, and I'm giving you the tools to be able to do that. This afternoon, we have a very special guest. We are going to be talking to LinkedIn expert Vivica Von Rosen. And Vivica is internationally renowned social media expert, uh, recognized by Forbes and LinkedIn for her expertise. I've been to countless LinkedIn trainings, and I always learn something from Vivica. I consider her to be one of the most knowledgeable about LinkedIn in the field. So today, Vivica is going to be sharing some of her secrets from LinkedIn, and she is the author, author of LinkedIn Marketing, An Hour a Day, and a contributing author, author to the new Sophisticated Marketer's Guide to LinkedIn. So her expertise is really in how to use LinkedIn to market yourself and your business. And those of you who are in job search or considering a career move, you might think, well, I'm not in business. I'm not trying to market a business. But today, marketing yourself to get a job or to get a promotion is a lot like marketing a business, right, Vivica? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so today we're going to be talking with Vivica, and if you have any questions, you have an awesome opportunity to be able to ask Vivica questions by calling in live at 866-472-5790, again, 866-472-5790, or you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at a strategic advantage.com that's a strategic advantage.com so vivica we're so happy to have you here and to have you share your expertise well i am thrilled to be here and um yeah even though the book was for marketing i really started teaching and working with with job seekers and people in transition so it's definitely a passion of mine 
Yeah, and everything is so applicable today in how people network and build, especially a small business, um, at the same way that we get hired on a job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it really does come down to marketing ourselves. So not only do we have to know, you know, who we are and what we do and what, who we want to work for, but now we have to know at least a little bit about marketing as well in the job world, job seeker world. Yeah, and I think that this new social media, and and it's getting to be a little bit more comfortable for most people, but I still hear a lot of people say, you know, do I need to be on LinkedIn? Is it safe to be on LinkedIn? So I thought we'd start by briefly addressing some of those because I know it's still out there. There are still people wondering, is do they really need to be there? <laughs> You know, it's, um, and, and I understand, especially, uh, you know, those of us who are kind of more in the 50 plus range, this whole social media thing seems like a lot of oversharing, and, and I totally get that. Now, having said that, the latest numbers show that 98% of recruiters use LinkedIn to search for candidates. 85% of business owners and hiring managers are going onto LinkedIn to either to look or to classify candidates in some way. So yeah, you you absolutely have to be on LinkedIn. What you what you share is up to you, but um if you're not on LinkedIn and you're wondering why you're not getting a job, that that's probably why. Not to mention for the active job seeker, you know, the jobs listed on LinkedIn, you can not only, you know, get access to the the job posting, but you can get access to information about the company that maybe you wouldn't find as readily on say Google. You can get information about the people who posted the job. Uh, you could feasibly see who also works at that company that you could possibly connect with and do an informational interview with. Um, feasibly, you could even see the recruiters there. That's, that's, a, that's a gray area. But um, certainly just finding other people who are working at the company, maybe who hold the same position that you're interested in, and just calling them up and seeing if you could get an informational interview, a company culture interview. I mean, there's just so much that's available through LinkedIn if, you know, if we use it, if we're on there. Yeah. Okay. And is there, do you see certain industries where it's more likely that people are looking on LinkedIn or more likely that you might find the types of people you work with on LinkedIn? Well, you know, traditionally, certainly LinkedIn's been more about the tech industries and, you know, software engineering and that kind of thing. Um, and it is definitely still canted towards a B2B network, a business-to-business. So any, any business-to-business type businesses are going to have good representation on LinkedIn. But in a recent uh, study by LinkedIn, um, <laughs> actually, it was, uh, it was shown that um, 54% of bu- uh, business-to-consumer businesses are starting to realize that the power and the impact of LinkedIn, and they're seeing, seeing positive uh, response on LinkedIn. So they're really growing. So where it used to certainly be traditionally more of the tech industries, I would say pretty much if you, <laughs> if you need a job, um, you know, definitely be looking at LinkedIn because almost all companies and all types of companies and all industries are represented there now. Okay, okay. 
Good, good. Yeah, I definitely noticed that it was more technical to begin with, and now it seems to be crossing the bounds. Uh, I had a friend that was looking to hire an occupational therapist, and they were looking through LinkedIn to see if they could find someone to recruit. So it seems to be across the board. Yeah, you know, I and I certainly recently have been asked um, by by a lot of associations, um, you know, more non technical associations. Yeah, definitely in the health and and welfare area um, to to come in and, and actually I'm doing one Friday um, to to speak to their practitioners about the best ways of using LinkedIn. So it it really is expanding into different markets, different industries. Yeah. Well, and I know there are certain industries where it's difficult, like counseling and financial services, where there's some regulation around what they can do. But I've seen even those folks in recent years, very recently, get more on LinkedIn. They're able to use LinkedIn. Financial advisors seem to be using it more now than they were before. You know, once as long as you know the compliance issues, um, and I think one of the reasons a lot of these, you know, financial, like you said, financial, medical, um, legal industries are on LinkedIn and maybe not anywhere else is it's a little bit harder to do the blatant advertising, which really goes against compliance. Um, you know, the obviously you don't want a, a patient talking about you and giving you a recommendation, but of course you can control that as well. So I think it's a little bit of a safer platform than some of the other social platforms for, yeah, those those type of service industries that have all those, those lovely, lovely compliance issues. Yeah. Good, good. So if those folks are thinking about getting on, they should contact compliance and, and they have an opportunity now to be on LinkedIn, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So when we're thinking about getting on LinkedIn and starting a profile, what do you think are the most important pieces that someone needs to be sharing about themselves on their profile to to show up on LinkedIn, to stand out? Sure. So I would, uh, a couple things. First of all, you know, use your resume as your baseline. Don't leave it at that, <laughs> but certainly use your resume as your baseline when you're starting to craft your profile. I don't believe you can uh, just upload your resume and, and LinkedIn fills in the spaces anymore, which is good because that never worked. Um, but certainly cutting and pasting over from your resume, if it's in a Word document, into the, you know, in, in, into the appropriate fields. Um, so start there. I, I mention a Word document. Um, I cannot tell you how many profiles I see every day that have spelling errors. And that, that's, an, that's a problem. That's a problem, especially if you're a job seeker. It doesn't reflect well. So if you create your profile first in a Word document and then copy and paste into the appropriate fields, you're going to hopefully um, alleviate some of those issues. And, and take the time. You know, I always, people always ask me, is it better to have, you know, like a barely filled out LinkedIn profile or no profile at all? And, and the answer to that is neither. You know, it'll take maybe an hour, especially if you've already created a, a resume. It'll take maybe an hour to create a decent profile. Not a fabulous one, but a, a decent profile worth looking at. So don't, you know, don't schedule 15 minutes and just kind of, try and throw something together, take a little bit of time. But, yeah, use your, use your resume as a baseline when you're uploading experience and, and education. Of course, you've got more room. You've got a 1,000 characters. 
per description field. So all those things you always wanted to say about your previous job, the stories you wanted to tell, maybe there's a testimonial from someone that you want to pop in there. You've got a little bit more space with a thousand characters um, to to use in your your different uh, description sections of your experience and. I would also say while you use your profile or while you use your resume as a baseline, um, think outside the box a little bit. You know, when it comes to experience, it, it says experience. It doesn't say jobs. So what are you doing outside of your job, especially if you're not working right now, that, that you could say, well, that's experience. You know, I'm, I, I have this podcast I do. Um, I volunteer at this place. You know, I'm, I'm building this right now. So anything that really is experience, not just jobs, you can certainly add that into the experience or into the project section. Either one works, really. Um, and education, the same thing. Okay, it's, it's great if you've got your, you know, your executive MBA, but what other licenses or certifications or weekend courses, as long as they're business-related, um, have you done uh, that you can add into the LinkedIn profile? So, yeah, you can think outside the box a little bit. And then thirdly, you know, you have a great opportunity now of uploading media. So especially if you're in the world of design, um, you know, what, what websites have you designed? What books have you designed? Book covers have you designed? Where, show us some of your art. Show us your portfolio. What video testimonials do you have from clients? What... What product, you know, what product videos that you created do you have? So again, thinking outside the box a little, do you have a video resume, a wowzame resume? You know, go ahead and, and pop those into your profile as well. So thinking, uh, you know, thinking about what kind of media, because we're so visual now, um, what kind of media can you, can you emphasize using your LinkedIn profile? Yeah, yeah. And there's so many things you can do. I think at times it's overwhelming, but what you're saying is just get the basics in there, get your your content in there, and then you can start adding some of those other things, especially media. So we're going to go for a break, short break here, and then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about your profile and making sure you have that filled out. And then we're really going to dig into how you can use LinkedIn to do some of these things, right? How can you use LinkedIn to connect with people? How can you use LinkedIn to do research? So in about a few minutes, we'll come right back and keep talking with Vivica about LinkedIn. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 
We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back, and this evening we are excited to be talking with Vivica Von Rosen, who is a LinkedIn expert. And so Vivica and I have been chatting for just a little bit about the importance of using LinkedIn, and she shared that 98% of recruiters are using LinkedIn to source candidates in some way or another, and 85% of employers or hiring managers are using it. So really, if you're looking to advance, move up, move out, and you're not on LinkedIn, you're not getting seen in that area by people who are looking there and, and people are looking there. Then we talked a little bit about the profile and making sure that you have that filled out. Vivica shared that there's a thousand characters in each of the experience descriptions and so we can really get some story in there about what we do, who we are, and that we can also today add video, media, art, anything visual as part of our profile. So when you're thinking about your profile, how does that look? How does that come across? You really want it to have some information in it. Now, Vivica, one of my pet peeves is no profile picture. What's your thoughts on the picture on LinkedIn? Again, and and, and I've seen anything from 60 to 80% a better chance of someone interacting with you if you have a profile photo. I, I again, I understand that um, people want to be private, but here's the thing: if you don't have a photo up there, the natural assumption is going to be what's wrong with them. You know, yes, there is ageism, ageism, and sexism, and racism. I'm, I mean, there is. I know that, but the fact is, if you don't have a photo up people are less likely to interact with you because they're going to wonder, wonder what's wrong with you. Um, you know, recruiters have the ability to turn off, the, their, uh, turn off their view of your profile photo, so don't do the job for them. Go ahead and <laughs> upload a photo, and don't use a company logo or anything uh, that's not a photo of you. That, that again, goes against LinkedIn's end-user agreement, and don't, <laughs> don't have, you know, your 1970s um, prom picture up there, uh, something that if you walked into a room, people would actually recognize you. Yeah, I think that's that's very true, something that, that looks like you. 
My, my cat absolutely agrees with that. He's, he's chiming in here. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were talking a little bit about LinkedIn's rules. And one of the things that I've seen a lot lately that I believe is against LinkedIn's policy is to have your phone number, your email, information like that in the name field. And there's someone that's telling people to do that. And uh, is that against LinkedIn's policy? It's so against LinkedIn's policy. Um, the reason I know is because someone told me to do that seven years ago. I did do that, and I've been pretty much blacklisted on LinkedIn since then. Um, please don't do that. You know, if you're going to put your phone number and your email address in your profile, you can put it in your summary section, or there's even in a, a section at the bottom of your profile that says advice for contacting your name. So you could certainly put it in there as well. But, um, yeah, people putting anything in the last name field other than their last name uh, is, is a bad, bad practice. And it, like I said, LinkedIn, I did it because someone said, well, whatever you put in your last name field gets, you know, shows up on Google. And while that's true, um, LinkedIn is going to essentially make you unfindable. Like you, you actually can't find me under my keywords um, anymore. And, and that's one of one of the main reasons or ways to get found on LinkedIn. So I've probably lost tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in business because I'm just not as findable in a LinkedIn search as, as someone who didn't make that mistake. Interesting, interesting. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I'd heard that it was against their rules and somebody said, oh yeah, they, you know, they can shut down your profile or whatever, yeah. but it's good to hear that it actually does happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wish it happened to someone else, but yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> someone who don't always want to be the one living just testing everything out. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what you recommend as some of the top things people should do on LinkedIn to grow their network. What are some of the easiest ways to grow your network on LinkedIn? Well, the easiest way, of course, is to, to connect to people you know. I'm a little wary about all the tools that allow you just to blanket, you know, upload all of your contacts and invite them all in one fell swoop because invariably there will be someone in there you really wish you hadn't invited to connect to LinkedIn. I have done that. Um, but with the new contacts feature, you can actually, con you can actually sync your contacts and all that means is LinkedIn is going to pull all of your contacts, your Gmail, your Hotmail, your AOL, your Yahoo, your Outlook, your iMail uh, contacts into one kind of general dashboard. And from there, you can easily invite those people to connect. So it's a little bit more time-consuming, but it allows you to be a lot more careful um, so you're not inviting 400 people at a time. Uh, it allows you to customize the invitation, which I really like. I mean, LinkedIn is about relationships, and it's about how many times can you get in front of someone uh, so that you start staying top of mind with them. And, <laughs> hey, the first way to stay top of mind or to get in front of someone is, is to invite them to connect, especially if you already know them. Um, another reason I like this tool is it, it keeps your contact info up to date. So, you know, if they change their, their phone number, then it, it will change in your contact information. So you've always got the latest and the greatest. Um, and then, like I said, you can personalize your, your invitation to connect. So go ahead and, and it, 
you're not going to automatically just invite everyone by using the new contacts feature. Uh, you have to still go in and, and manually connect. But what a great way to start growing your network. Plus, you you know, it is amazing to me whenever I, I, I look at some of my connections, my network's way too big. Um, a smaller network's a, a better network, somewhere between probably 500 and 5,000 people as opposed to 30,000. But um, when, I, when I find people and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, he, he works at Otterbox, she works at Vestas, they work at, you know, at, at this other company that I've been wanting to get into. And so it's very, uh, it's very useful to have that, that information right there on hand. Um, the second thing that LinkedIn does is it gives you a tool called, uh, who's, um, well, yes, actually, Who's Viewed. They just uploaded or upgraded that one, uh, Who's Viewed My Profile. I really like that one because it's, you know, if they viewed you, it's for a reason. You're, they're either, you know, they're, they're either a prospect or they're a competition in the marketing world, but of course they're either looking to hire you or looking to hire someone like you. Um, so if, if you see Who's Viewed Your Profile, um, especially with the paid account, but even with the free account, you get to see the last five people. You have the opportunity of inviting those people to connect, and you don't have to jump through how you know I know them because we went to school together, or we're we're colleagues, or we you know he's a friend, or uh, so you don't have to jump through all of those hoops. You just say, yeah, I noticed you were viewing my profile. Thanks, you know, want to connect. Something as simple as that, but now you can grow your network with people who are interested in you. They've looked at you. There's a reason they clicked on your profile photo. Um, and then finally, on your home page, uh, there's on the top right-hand side, there's a little section that's people you may know, and this is LinkedIn looking at you know, who you know, uh, where you've gone to school, uh, where you live, um, what, where you've worked, and it, it, it has these correlations, and it says, okay, well, do you know John? Do you know Jane? Do you know Albert? And it's really interesting because it's a little scary. You usually do know them, and even if you don't, they're usually people that it might be good for you to know. And again, you don't have to jump through the hoops. All you have to do is click on the little blue pen and say, hey, LinkedIn thinks we should know each other. Um, I noticed that you work here or you live here or whatever. Uh, would you like to connect? And as simply as that, you can start building your network with the key people who can help you find a job. You know, there's a few things that I think are really important about what you're saying, Vivica. The first is that you're talking about building network from the inside out. So yeah. starting with the people that we already know and building out, which I think a lot of times when we're networking, whether it's that we're job seeking or we're just quote unquote trying to grow our network for whatever reason, we tend to start with the big cocktail event or the... Yeah. You know, something where we're meeting all these new people instead of working from the inside out. And I love that LinkedIn helps you do that. Yeah, they make it easy. I mean, they make, <laughs> or let's just say they don't make it as hard as they do, uh, you know, trying to interact with strangers. So I, I do like that they support that. And, you know, anyone in sales knows you, you're always going to you're always going to do better. You're going to, you're, you've got a much higher chance of, of closing the sale with, with the with the existing client. You know, just upselling them or side selling them or whatever. And it's the same thing with job seekers. You've got a much better opportunity of of getting a job through someone you know. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. And then the other thing that I liked, and we'll talk more about this after our break, which is coming up here, but that you talked about 
every time we connect with someone, we personalize that message. So I saw that you looked at my profile or LinkedIn suggested that I might know you and it looks like we do know each other through X, Y, or Z. And that personalized message is so important. I uh, I would have to say that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when I get the generic message from people and I don't understand why they're looking to connect or I can't remember how I met them. Right. And, you know, I have to go research that or try to figure it out. And it, it's so nice when people just put it in the message. And, you know, to, to be fair, these tools, these upload tools, you know, you can, you can just upload your mailing list, but LinkedIn doesn't let you customize those, those introductions. So, um, yeah, I, or invitations. I, I'm, I'm with you. I much prefer a, a personalized invitation. Yeah, and I think if you do it on your smartphone, it'll send the invitation without allowing you to personalize. Yeah. And so I just don't ever send any invitations from my, my phone. I do that from my computer because I I just believe that that personalized message is so important. When, as you said, what we're trying to do is build a relationship or form a relationship or nurture a relationship on LinkedIn. Absolutely. So we're going to take a short break here again, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about how to connect with people, how to do some research, how some of the things that we've talked about and kind of breezed over here, we're going to come back and touch on how to look at who's who's seen you, who's viewed you, how to connect to some of those people, and how to move forward with your job search or networking on LinkedIn and really how to stay connected to people there. So uh, stay tuned here for just a minute or so. We're going to come back and keep chatting with Vivica. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back, and this evening we are talking to Vivica Von Rosen, LinkedIn expert, and we've talked a little bit about should you be on LinkedIn and why. Then we talked about your profile and what kind of content you want to get in there, and you know, I think it's so interesting that you have a 60 to 80% chance, better chance, of someone interacting with you if you have your picture on LinkedIn. So if you've hesitated getting your picture up there for whatever reason, think about that, that 60 to 80% better chance of people interacting with you if you have your picture on there. So thank you, Vivica, for sharing that little tidbit. And then we were talking a little bit about how to connect with people and using that personalized message. So earlier you were talking about you know, if you found someone who worked at a company, let's say I want to work at Otterbox, and in my contacts I find out that someone that I know works there, which happens all the time when we start to really look at our network. You know, we, we don't often have to go outside of who we already know. It's just doing a little research to see who we do know. So say let's, let's say I find a connection on LinkedIn, someone I've met maybe once or twice, Vivica, who works at Otterbox. How would you recommend we connect with that person? You have a couple options here. Um, first of all, you, you can just send them an invite. Hey, you know, I, uh, this is Marie. You know, do you remember we, we met at NoCoNet and I think also at, at, you know, Wild Women of Windsor's networking event. Um, just saw you here. Hope you'd be willing to connect. So you can always send a quick invitation. Uh, but one of my preferred methods is, is the introduction, which no one seems to use on LinkedIn. I maybe get out of 30, you know, 30,000 people in my network, I maybe get one or two introduction requests a week. So I'm, I'm guessing people either don't know you can do it or don't know how to do it or don't understand the power of it. But it's, it's like, you know, it's a warm introduction. So I could also see who I know at, say, Otterbox, and then ask someone I really do know well, like you, to, to introduce me to someone over there, like, hey, Marie, I noticed that you're connected with, you know, John Smith, who's, who's a talent recruiter over at Otterbox. Um, would you be willing to introduce me to him? I'm writing an article on, or I'm interested in working at Otterbox and would love to find out from him who I can talk to about the company's culture. Uh, you know, so... Whatever the reason, always give a reason, um, and then always give an out, too. So I could say, I could always write you a message first and say, Hey, Marie, I was hoping you could introduce me to John Smith over at Otterbox. Um, I'm, I'm kind of interested in working over there, but I really would like to talk to someone first about the company culture, make sure I'm a good fit before I bother anyone uh, in, the, you know, in, in, the, in the talent acquisition arena. Um, would you be willing to, to forward an invitation for me? And then you can say yes or no. Hopefully you would say yes. And then when you say yes, I would go over to John Smith's profile. And this is probably where people don't do it. They don't know where to go. But I would go over to John Smith's profile, and there's a little drop-down box to the right of, or a little drop-down arrow to the right of where it says in-mail, which you have to pay for an in-mail. But if you just click on that little drop-down box, it'll say get introduced. 
I click on that link, and then I choose you to introduce me because I've already asked and you've said yes. And then I reiterate, you know, hey, Maria, it's great seeing you again, or thanks so much for agreeing to do this, hint, hint. Um, you know, I noticed you're, you're connected with John Smith, and, and he's the, uh, you know, acquisitions person over at Otterbox. Um, while I'm interested in a job over there, I really would like to just speak to someone about the company culture first to see if I'm a good fit. Would you be willing to introduce me to him? And then... Hopefully, because you've said yes, <laughs> the, the, the introduction will get forwarded. You always give someone an out when you do an introduction, um, and you you know, and and you always give the reason why you want to be introduced. So that's the introductions are really really powerful. Um, the third option, which is also a good option, at least right now, LinkedIn is threatening to remove this uh, ability. But you can always send a message to someone you share a group with. So I can go do my search, find out that John Smith is in you know, talent acquisition in Otterbox. I can uh, go to his profile and see what groups he's a member of, um, potentially join those groups. 81, 83, it's a new statistics that just came out. I think it's 83% of all LinkedIn members are uh, a member of at least one group on LinkedIn. So go to the member's profile, see what groups they're a member of, join that group if possible, or maybe we already share a group together. And then in that group, I just look him or her up. And then again, I can just send a quick invitation or a message asking if they'd accept an invitation and always telling them why. And the, the informational interview is probably the best bet. You know, I'd like to... I get that all the time. You know, I'd like to interview you about LinkedIn. I'd like to interview you about this. And, you know, half the time it's probably people looking for a job or wanting something from me. But nonetheless, I'm willing to give five to ten minutes of my time. Um, and so I think that's probably uh, another good method of, of getting, getting in contact with someone who can really help you find a job. Yeah, good, good. So we're doing the research, we're finding that person that's maybe a second connection. I really like the email offline before you send the yeah. the introduction through LinkedIn. That helps me kind of process and, and figure out if that's someone that I can connect you to or not. Um, and then, you know, like you said, giving that person an out, explaining why you want to connect, all of those things just help the invitation move Forward now. Tell me, Vivica, do you have a limited number of introductions that you can use, or a limited number you can have out at one time? There's something there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as far as invitations, you can only send out in your lifetime um, three thousand. Now, you can't buy more invitations, uh, and you can't, um, you don't get more invitations with a paid account, but. You can always beg LinkedIn for more. So if you're one of those people who uploaded your your contact list, because LinkedIn nowhere tells you not to do that or that there's a limitation, and you were and and you blew through your fourth, you know, you, you had four thousand people in your contact list, and you uploaded it and you invited them all, um, you can always ask LinkedIn for more in, invitations. As far as introductions, asking someone to introduce you too, um, you get five at a time with the free account and then 15 at a time with the basic paid account and then 25 at a time. Uh, you'd never need that many, but 25 at a time with, with the more premium, premium accounts. And what I mean by at a time is 
if I asked five different people to introduce me to you, Maria, then Marie, then I would be out my five introductions until they were all passed through, until uh, or I withdrew them. Um, whether it's tomorrow or two years from now, I probably wouldn't ask five people to introduce me to the same person. That would just be creepy. But um, you know, if if I wanted, uh, if I asked five different people to introduce, or five people, five different people to introduce me to five other different people. And three of those introductions were passed along within the week. Great, I got three back. But if two weren't passed along for two or three months, I'm I'm out. Um, one of the reasons I have a, a basic the basic paid account is twenty four dollars a month is so I get fifteen introductions. I'm I've never ever run out of introductions. Yeah. Good, good. And we can avoid some of that if we connect with people before we send the introduction right. request through LinkedIn too. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so let's say that we are, we're searching for people that we know and we find someone that we think we know. How are all the different ways that we can connect with them? We can <laughs> find them through a group. I mean, just walk me through how do I connect with someone if I find that sure. I know them but we're not connected already? Yeah, so you, you know if you're connected or not, um, there's a little number by their name. So if it says one, you're already connected, you just sent, and, and also you'll have the ability of just sending a message. Um, if they are a second level connection or you share a group together, it'll either say two or um, it'll say group, and then you will have, you'll see the little connect button. Um, and then you have the ability, yes, of, of sending an invitation to connect. Um, if you just do it from their profile, you have to say how you know them, colleague, classmate, um, done business together, friend, other, I don't know, share group together. Um, never, ever, ever, ever choose I don't know. You're essentially uh, shooting yourself in the foot. Um, never, ever choose that. If you choose other, you're going to have to have their email address, and unless they've posted their email address somewhere in their LinkedIn profile, you're not going to have that either. Um, the best option, well, the best option is, is the true option. If you are indeed friends, colleagues, classmates, or you've done business together, that's the best option. But if that is not true and you share a group together, then, then choosing the mutual group is, is an honest option. If none of that will work, then you can always choose friend um, or colleagues um, you know, just be upfront about it. Just say, hey, you know, we're not re- actually friends, or I want to recognize that we're not actually friends, but I'd like to be. No, that's <laughs> but we're not actually <laughs> friends, but you, you, you look like someone um, who really understands LinkedIn, or you look like someone who really understands this industry that I'm moving into, or you look like someone um, who's been working at this company I'm interested in for a long time was hoping you'd accept my invitation. So, you know, it, it, certainly don't go with the, the default message. Fess up to why you want to connect. Um, don't say, I want you to hire me. That's probably a little, you know, buy him a drink first. But uh, at, at the very least, kind of warm up that, um, that communications. If you don't have the option to connect, you usually do have the option of getting introduced. Again, tell the introducee <laughs> uh, why you want to be uh, in- introduced to the introduce or the introduce <laughs> or why you want to be introduced to the introducee, um, which we've already talked about. And then finally, uh, worst case scenario, um, especially if they don't have their email address or contact info somewhere in their profile, you can pay for an in mail 
They're 10 bucks each. If you have the free account, you get three. <laughs> so generous of LinkedIn. You get three in-mails with your, with the basic paid account. To be honest though, I probably use one or two in-mails a month. Um, I never use all three of them, and I'm always, I, if I use an in-mail, it's usually for a client. I'm, I'm not even doing it for myself. So nine times out of ten, the other methods, the introduction, the message, the invitation, those will work. Okay. Okay. Well, Vivica, we are nearing the end of our time together, so I want oh, to no. give you a moment. <laughs> I just and started. Let, I know. Let people know how they can get a hold of you, how they can find you, how they can connect to you on LinkedIn. Um, go ahead and share with, with the listeners how they can get a hold of you. Sure. Well, you know, speaking about Google, if you just Google LinkedIn expert, uh, my profile shows up first. Thank you, Google. It's linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash LinkedIn expert. By all means, just feel free to, to invite me to connect or send me a message or, or ask to be introduced. I'm sure Marie would be happy to introduce you to me. Um, I, if you're interested more in, in, in prospecting, either prospecting for a job or prospecting for clients on LinkedIn, I actually have a new website with a video it's kind of like a constant play video called linked, not LinkedIn, but linkedprospecting.com. You might check that out, L-I-N-K-E-D prospecting.com. Um, it's just a webinar. It's about a 45-minute webinar on best practices for much of what we talked about today. So if you actually want to see <laughs> rather than just hear about what we've talked about today, you can go to linkedprospecting.com. Um, on Tuesday nights at uh, 6 p.m. Mountain, which is 8 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. On Twitter, we have something called the LinkedIn Chat. So if you ever have any questions about LinkedIn, it's not just me. I've got a bunch of experts on there um, to answer any questions you have about LinkedIn. You know, please feel free to join us. You do have to be on Twitter in order to do that. And if you're on Twitter, I'm at LinkedIn Expert on Twitter, so you can certainly contact me there too. Um, yeah, that's probably some of the. I'm uh, my website is linkedintobusiness.com. Of course, all my contact info is on there too. So linked l i n k e d into business.com um, more than happy to, to answer any questions you have if you just hit the contact page there um, and of course I always, I always have blog posts probably one or two a week on what's happening with LinkedIn and how you can use it more effectively all right. Well, great, Vivica. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. And I will also recap some of what you've said on, on getcareersmart.com. And so we really appreciate having you here today. And thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. Have a good night. And if you're listening to the podcast here, we're going to come back and I'm going to recap and give some of the highlights of what Vivica said and tie this into how it works for your career management. So join us. We've got about five minutes left here after the break to tie this into how it works for you in your career management. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back here. We've had kind of a uh, fast-hitting session on LinkedIn from Vivica Von Rosen, and if you want to connect with Vivica, she's LinkedIn expert, so you can Google LinkedIn expert and she'll pop up. And really, I wanted to go through some of the highlights of what she said. And at the very beginning of the conversation, we talked a little bit about how marketing today is job search, and job search is marketing, and and we really need to know a little bit about marketing to be successful in moving our career forward. And one of the things she said first was that we have to know who we are, what we do, and where we're going. And that wasn't the focus of our conversation today, so she said it fairly quickly. But going back to what we've talked about the last few weeks, that's really the foundation of being able to market ourselves. Getting on LinkedIn, having a clear profile, and knowing who we want to connect with all go back to knowing our career focus and our career direction, and that job search strategy that we talked about last week. So before you go on LinkedIn and start making a whole bunch of changes, you want to go back and reconnect with that foundation. What is your key messaging that you want to share? Who are you trying to connect with? And what's that foundation for your job search or your career advancement plan? Then Vivica shared a little bit about why we need to be on LinkedIn, right? 98% of recruiters, 85% of employers are using LinkedIn. So if you're struggling with the privacy pieces of LinkedIn or how to set up your settings, there are some tutorials within LinkedIn to help you with that. And don't let that fear of privacy stop you from being seen, If you're, especially if you're currently seeking employment. There's a really big opportunity on LinkedIn, and you don't want to miss out on that because of some technicalities, and knowing how to set up your privacy is important. So check out those settings for sure. Then she talked a little bit about getting creative with your profile. Right 
looking at telling stories in your experience section. She didn't talk much about your summary, but you do have 2,000 characters available in the summary section. And that's a great place to put information, especially if you're wanting to highlight some things about yourself that aren't in your most recent employment. So use that descriptions in the employment section and your summary to your advantage. Then she talked about the ability to upload media, right? Art, video, visual. We are very visual. And something short and easy to get through LinkedIn may be very powerful, right? If you're doing a video about yourself, that should be on LinkedIn. No one's going to go to a website and click through and find that. It can be right there on LinkedIn for them to click on. And you want to keep those short, really under a minute, minute and a half for an introductory video of yourself, your product, whatever it might be. Then she talked a little bit about how to connect with people. And this is really where using LinkedIn comes into play. I talk to so many people that say, you know, I, I'm on LinkedIn, but it's not doing me any good. Or I'm on LinkedIn, but I'm not getting a job. And really the, the function of LinkedIn isn't doing anything for you. LinkedIn is a tool. And so we've got to use that tool to connect with people. And using that tool to connect with your network from the inside out. Connecting with people you already know. Researching who you already know that works in some of your target companies. Doing those things to connect with the people that you already know versus feeling like we've got to add a whole bunch of new people to our network. Really, the new people we're adding to our network on LinkedIn are, for the most part, people we already know, but don't have them connected on LinkedIn for whatever reason. And there are many ways that we can keep those relationships, of course. LinkedIn is just one way of keeping those relationships. And there's some things that she talked about in terms of looking at who's viewed your profile and capitalizing on that connection that that person has already made, inviting them to connect, and doing the research to find who we might know as a second-degree connection. So who knows someone at one of our target companies. That's really a power of LinkedIn. If we're looking at a company we'd like to work for, who do we know that knows someone there? That's the key of networking is getting that one degree out from our existing network and using that power of the people that already know, love, and trust us to access that next degree of our network. So thinking about using LinkedIn as a tool, it's an active process. And Vivica talks about spending an hour a day on LinkedIn. And you may not need an hour, but putting aside 15 minutes to 30 minutes to really look at LinkedIn and what's going on with your connections or who might you connect with or who viewed your profile and using personalized messages to connect. That's going to help LinkedIn be a tool for your career advancement Versus some place where you just have a profile and you don't really know what's up there or who's looking or how to use it to get where you want to go in your career. So we've had a few weeks here where we've, we've put up some Get Career Smart tips on our, on our blog and hopefully you've been following along with those at Get Career Smart dot com that's get career smart dot com and 
today the, the tip is to get out on LinkedIn, to fill out your profile, as Vivica said, maybe taking an hour to schedule your profile, and then seeing in 15 minutes a day if you can use LinkedIn as a tool to work for you. In that 15 minutes a day, can you connect with someone new? Can you send a congratulations to someone in your network who changed jobs? Can you connect with someone that you already know by sending them some some good information? Can you research someone who works at your target company and the people that you already know who are connected with that person? And in really 15 minutes a day, building your LinkedIn network. So we'll have more information on that at GetCareerSmart.com and how to use your 15 minutes a day to use LinkedIn better to advance your career or find a job and really move your career forward. So thank you for listening to The Career Confidant this afternoon. We'll be back next week talking about how to use your resume as a tool as well. And so if you're struggling with your resume and getting your resume together, I hope you'll join us next week to get a better handle on where your resume is at and where you want it to be to get you to your next step. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.